Hi, my name is Nina Ellison, host of The Art of Leadership, a podcast that focuses on the skills that are difficult to measure yet are critical for the success of every system or every project you've ever been a part of. For years, they've been known as soft skills, implying that they are optional, kind of a want to have rather than a need to have. Today, Many years since 1970s, when the soft skills first really became a thing, the name of these skills still varies. I hear them called real skills, people skills, interpersonal skills, social skills, human skills, and I could go on. But I believe that whatever we want to call these skills, they bring the point of being human to the forefront. What I've seen and what I've experienced is behind every amazing system or project, there are great relationships, humans connecting with humans. So with all that being said, thriving is the topic for today. As we look at skills that can be acquired through the choices that we make in our own growth and development as we strive to become even better leaders. Recently, I was looking at an overview of the State of the Global Workplaces 2023 report. This is a massive annual report that represents the collective voice of the global employee. And from a very high level, I saw three things I want to call out today. First of all, nearly six in 10 employees while physically present or logged into their computer don't know what to do or why it matters. And they also don't have any supportive bonds with their coworkers, their boss, or their organization. Secondly, nearly 44% of employees say that they have experienced a lot of stress the previous day. And third, Across the countries in the area surveyed, 51% of currently employed workers said that they are watching for or actively seeking a new job. This report forces me to ramp up my considerations of why choosing to thrive is so critical. Even, Even the state of the global workplace found in their metrics that when employees thrive at work, it's better for business and humanity, which certainly makes sense. When the statement has been made that if we aren't thriving, we're either struggling or suffering. So the not so good news is that we could stay floundering in this 4.0 industry age unless we want to choose to make a difference. Choose to authenticate our value both intrinsically and extrinsically and choose to learn how we can begin to thrive. This week, I'm continuing my reading of the Song of Significance by global thought partner Seth Godin, published earlier this year. And just as a side note, through the Healthy Leadership Academy, I'll be hosting my book club called As We Think, So We Lead. Check out my Healthy Leadership Facebook page for more information and getting the link to join in this discussion on this oh-so-important topic of a Song of Significance. You can also look in the resources in this podcast to find ways that I can help you. Recently, I posted a story on YouTube that I'm using in my Healthy Leadership Academy. It's a story that I I lived when I was a very young leader and had a powerful influence on my own awareness of this idea of thriving. It's called A Tale of Two Leaders. Check it out. And Perhaps you could use it to trigger your own group's discussion on choices that they see in this story where a leader chooses to thrive. Well, I've kind of been at the mile high view of our workplace in this podcast so far. So now come with me and let's take a deeper dive. I want to connect with you, the everyday leader who already knows how valuable it is to thrive, but maybe is not sure how to do it. 
when I see a leader who's thriving, I notice someone who has a consistent thread that runs through their life of energy, of enthusiasm, and of a willingness to explore things with courage. And what I've learned in my own leadership is thriving in leadership is is all about the choices that I make, not the situation I live in. In fact, I don't believe we can blame the presence or the absence of thriving on the age that we live in, the work that we do, or the dynamic tensions that surround us. You can certainly see this idea represented in that global report that I mentioned earlier, where it says there is a global rise in employees who are thriving at work, even as worker stress remains at a record high. So there's no direct correlation between decreasing stress and a rise in thriving. One of the workshops I've recently led in the Healthy Leadership Academy is called Thrive in Leadership. And in that workshop, I share eight choices that leaders can make as they seek to grow, to to flourish, to thrive. And I have seen these kind of choices being made all around me with thriving leaders. For, For example, Dr. Donna Stoneham shares in her book, The Thriver's Edge, that wanting to thrive and thriving were two different things. Even after having the epiphany that she had to change her life, she realized she still had to learn how to thrive. And time was needed. Taking a deeper dive was essential. (laughs) If you're in my academy, you'll often hear me saying, this is not a race to the finish, but a dive to the deep. And Dr. Stoneham shares that on one particular day, she had a deeper connection with another human being than she'd ever had before. And in her book, she wrote, In that instant, I knew in the sinews of my being what it meant to thrive. That thriving is our capacity to receive and accept what is standing right in front of us in every moment we are given. I'd like to share that again. What she saw was thriving is our capacity to receive and accept what is standing right in front of us in every moment we are given. In fact, one of the choices that I have believed in for years is that I can choose to thrive by celebrating connections. It seems so obvious to say, but but you can't celebrate human connections if you don't have meaningful relationships. Meaningful relationships come out of meaningful conversations, meaningful connections. Someone else I've been reading about who's looked at this idea of thriving is Dr. Lori Schreiner, and she describes a thriving quotient for her students at Azus Pacific University in Southern California. As a researcher and an educator, her focus on student satisfaction and success has led her to develop practical variables in her thriving quotient. While her, her focus is on college students at her university, Turning her statements into self-reflection questions for leaders can, can help you to engage your mind in how well you are doing in the pursuit of inner thriving beyond your school years. I'm going to share the last three of the self-reflection questions that I developed out of her thriving quotient. Just for you on this podcast, I'll write the other eight in the notes if you want to continue to explore this concept of thriving a little further. But the three that I'm going to bring up, the first question is, am I positive about the choices I am presently making? Perhaps it's a surprising choice that I share with you that in order to thrive, you must pursue unusual encounters. 
Choosing encounters that are unusual will test your strengths, expand your thinking, and release new insights. And this is an unexpected choice that you can make if you're seeking to thrive. You can choose to go outside your comfort zone. And then as you see yourself growing and developing, you begin to feel positive about the choices that you've made. The next question I want to present to you is how can I tell that I appreciate differences in others? I'll tell you, learning how to choose to recognize value in others will lead you to inner thriving. One of my mentors, John Maxwell, global leadership motivational educator, has taught me to consider that each person I see has a 10 the number 10, as in 10 out of 10, (laughs) on the top of their head. In other words, from the first sight, even before I begin to interact, I have the expectation that this is a person I can appreciate and value, that this is a person that is worthy of respect. As you begin to recognize value while appreciating differences, you will be led down the thriving pathway. And then the third question I'm going to share with you is, am I committed to enriching my community? Making the choice to serve others also leads to inner thriving. I grew up in a community of leaders who chose to serve others, whether they knew them or not, whether they looked like them or not, whether they saw the end result of their service or not. And I love this question. Am I committed to enriching my community? Because it points us to the recognition that thriving, when all is said and done, really and truly is not about us. In this podcast, I've encouraged you to consider three out of eight choices that I share with emerging leaders who are seeking to learn how to thrive. I've shared with you to pursue unusual encounters, to learn how to recognize value in others, and to serve others. My hope is that these have triggered in you the desire to take a closer look at the choices you are making, because it's at the heart of your choices that you can begin to thrive. And once we identify where our significant choices lie in in unlocking this inner thriving, we are more than ready to make a difference in our world. And that's the point. Thanks for joining me today on The Art of Leadership. I'm Nina Ellison. 